Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Maddie T. It's out of touch. Yeah, it's time for out of touch again. Well, welcome back. Here we go. We're we're taking off. We're like a rocket ship. All right. So um, this one's gonna be a lot about uh, uh about musicians, music, things like that. So if you are not about that, <coughs> fuck. Uh, yeah. Just just go ahead and turn it off, cause. I might talk about something else, but I'm trying to I'm trying to stick to just talking about music for this one, just because I saw a fantastic rock doc last night. Yep, the Zappa movie, the Zappa documentary. Oh man, what a fucking film! It went through his his childhood, the early years of the Mother's Invention, him dismantling the original Mother's. Uh, all the way up into his death. Dude, the opening, I don't want to spoil anything, but the opening is honestly probably the one the, the be- one of the best openings for a documentary I've ever seen. Oh, fuck it. Fuck it. Who cares? I, I didn't want to spoil it for anyone who wanted to see it, but um, uh, it, it's, it's, his, it's his last performance playing his guitar. So, it's not his last performance ever. It's his last performance while he plays his guitar. So he pretty much stopped performing live with his guitar in, I believe, 1988 is when the last of, I think, the last, his last band, his last touring band um, was dismantled. And then he basically just started working on, uh, you know, or- orchestral music and then he wanted to get into politics and you know things like that and then he got diagnosed with prostate cancer if anyone knows anything about Frank Zappa if not you've come to the right place people you have come to the right fucking place um yeah so sticking with the theme of music actually this isn't really anything about musicians but i kind of thought it was funny so i went on vacation about I don't know, like two months ago? No, last month. Goddamn, time just fucking slips away from me sometimes. I think Willie Nelson once said that. Ain't it funny how time slips away? So I was I was sitting at the gas station. And we were pumping gas. I was with some other people. And this dude literally just fucking rips it through the parking lot. Blasting. At full volume. Mariah Carey's whatever that that fucking her her Christmas song that plays every year was just like all I want for Christmas is you that fucking song people yeah and you you would think it's like oh maybe a girl in like you know early to mid twenties no it was a forty year old man if I hadn't if uh, dude I see I always I, I don't even know what I say half the time I don't even know if I told you if he was already you know a, a fucking balding man. But yeah, okay. So back to back to actual real musicians and not a not a, a crazy person driving through a a gas station parking lot blasting Christmas music in the middle of October. Yeah, so I'm glad they made it because there's too many there's too many movies about you know already you know super famous musicians that you know the Beatles, Led Zeppelin, goddamn fucking Taylor Swift. You know, 
but this this man he re, he redefined the the rock genre and just recording music in general he i don't think he created it but he made it more prevalent in music called xenocrity i think i said that correctly it's basically where you take a part from an existing song he did it with his own music. He didn't steal from other people's music. He did it with his own. So he basically would take guitar solos, cut it out, and then put it into a different song. I believe there's a a song on the album from 1979 called Shake Your Booty that does it. And I think this song is called Rubber Shirt. Let me look it up. Oh, yeah. We're doing it again. Looking things up. Frank Zappa, rubber, rubber shirt, rubber slices, no, rubber shirt, um, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's, hey, there we are, Xenocrity, looking, 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 I know, I know. This is not me making just weird noises. Is not fascinating. It's just probably fucking annoying. Uh, yep, yeah. So basically, his the most prevalent song, uh, is "Rubber Shirt" from from "Shake Your Booty," and oh, actually, the drums are in one tempo and the. I guess bass or guitar is in another. So yeah. He also let me let me also let me look him up. Let me look up good old Frankie boy. Oh god damn, don't you just Hope you got guys can just hear me clacking on my keyboard. Also, also has some fucking awesome facial hair. Let's let's put that out into the world that he had one of the best mustaches ever. Drinking the t- I'm drinking the same drinking the same tea from the last episode. That's canon. It's canon tea. We're keeping the tea canon in 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 the world of my podcast. Why is that? Just cuz I love it. Yeah. Um oh. A friend, a friend of Frank Zappa's. Has anyone ever heard of Captain Beefheart? Don't worry. I'll wait. I'll let you answer. No? So, back in 1969, um Captain Beefheart assembled him and his magic band. Yeah. Great fucking name. Uh and wanted to create an album. So he basically, this guy, Captain Beefheart's a fucking lunatic. Um, for some of you, if you don't know him. So he wanted to make an album, and he basically locked his band into a house for eight months, and that's all, all they did was practice. So after eight months, don't worry, uh, the story's going to go back to what they did in the house. So after eight months, they go into the studio. Frank Zappa was producing it, did one take. And Captain Beefheart wanted to leave. 
and Frank was like, uh, you can't just do it in all in one take. Like, what happens if, like, this is, you know, fucked up or, like, you know, or if the recording, like, gets destroyed. So, you know, Captain Beefheart begrudgingly, you know, did a second take. And I think they all, I think they did it all in, all, all in two days or something. Because, you know, he locked his fucking band in a house with him for eight months I'm trying to find it. The, the, the album's called Trout Mask Replica. So, um, uh, one instance, he threw his drummer down the stairs because his drummer didn't know what he wanted him to play. So let me back up. Captain B. Fart. God damn, these fucking cars. I, every fucking time I try to record... I have to, like, start recording these at fucking midnight, but then, you know, getting noise complaints from my goddamn neighbors because I'm screaming in the middle of the goddamn night. Um, Sorry. Reel it back in. So, um, Captain Beefheart asked his drummer to play a strawberry. That's not a musical term. If anyone out there isn't a musician listening to this. So his drummer was like, uh... What I can't. What is what is that? And uh, Captain Beefheart just. Sorry. Ah, <clears throat> uh, burped right into the microphone. I'm so gross. Um, so Captain Beefheart uh threw him down a flight of stairs. Yeah, that's 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 that that's who who you want to be stuck in a house with for for eight months is someone that's t- t- saying musical terms that aren't real and violently attacking people. He got his bass player so pissed off that his bass player came out with a with a I think a crossbow or something and pointed at him. First of all, if you're gonna lock someone in a house with you for eight months, shouldn't you know if someone has a fucking weapon in the house with the with them? I know this kind of straight away from Frank Zappa, but this is it's just a just a fascinating story about how an album was made there actually god damn it can't do anything right on this fucking podcast today jesus christ um caution bus is turning i hope i hope everyone heard the actual bus lady saying that or it's just like caution, bus is turning. Um. So actually, Frank's at, uh, Frank's at, but um, Captain Beefheart went on tour with um Frank Zappa. I know the album. I don't know the year it came out. Bongo Fury. So pretty much, um, Frank had to stop his tour because of Captain Beefheart refusing to want to do anything. Sorry, guys. I'm just a thirsty bitch today. I'm just a thirsty bitch. I cannot get comfortable in my chair, but it also feels like it's going to fall out from underneath me. All right. Let's just keep let's just keep going with it. Um, actually, 
Has anyone ever done anything with VR? Like VR video games? Um, uh, I can highly recommend no one do that. Because it is a scary fucking experience. Um, also on the same vacation with the, the, the Mariah Carey guy, I went to a like uh like a like an arcade and they had VR. And my cousin's like he was like, oh, I don't really like VR, but I was like, I've never tried it. I was like, let's let's do it. As soon as they put the fucking goggles on, I had a fucking panic attack, people. It was horrendous. Like it, it was it was too immersive for me. I, I I was by the time the helmet came off, I was coated in sweat. They were pumping the air conditioning. I was sweating because I was having a fucking panic attack because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I, I don't recommend doing any sort of VR stuff because it just fucks with your head. You look down. Those aren't your feet. I know what my feet look like. Those are not my feet. But yeah, um, don't, don't do, don't ever, don't ever fucking do VR. If you can do it, I, I, I literally thought I was going to fucking th- throw up. From, from just panicking. Um, I don't know why I, I I I I took a side quest on VR. Um, the VR topic. I'm all over the map today, guys. I'm sorry. I had to get my I had to get my tire patched. Cause they decide that they want to redo every fucking sidewalk in this goddamn neighborhood, and I ran over. What I thought was a nail, but it was actually a screw. I I didn't. It's probably it was probably my tire for like at least a week and a half. But so take it in, get it patched up, and you know what happens? You know what fucking happened? As soon as I got back to my fucking house, the fucking the 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 the, the tire pressure light came on, and I was like. How? I was like, I just got this thing fixed. It wasn't even losing air when it had the fucking screw in it. You know what I'm just going to do? I'm going to drive my car up to the Schuylkill River and just fucking push it in there. Because it's always, it's always just another another thing with everything in life. Nothing could just go easily. But holy hell, man! Just where where did the where did the time go with this podcast of me just rambling on about God knows what, stammering over all my fucking words? So I'm gonna keep you here for a couple more minutes, and then I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Just cause, and again, I, I think if you listen to the last one, I'm I'm probably just gonna sound like a fucking broken record if anyone knows what a record is anymore, or a skipping CD. If you're my age, um, I'm going to keep them kind of short, you know, around the 15 minute mark, you know, try to make it palatable. Uh, I'm going to try to release at least once a week. It's looking like every Tuesday, but who knows? Um, What to take away from this podcast? Uh, I lose my train of thought very fucking easily. Um, Frank Zappa is the fucking tip. Yeah, if uh, if you ever want to check him out, his music does it gets it go it goes out there. It's it's very avant garde. Um, I would definitely say check out 
his album. Definitely Hot Rats. Hot Rats is is one of the best fucking albums out there, like hands down. Um, if you want more of a more of a more of a classic classic rock kind of sound, um, go with either Apostrophe and or Overnight Sensation. Those are probably his two most famous albums. Um, yeah, I'm just recapping right now. Uh, recapping on a 15 minute podcast. Um, yeah, um, uh, if you're gonna record an album, don't don't lock your your uh, bandmates in the house with you, and then ask for you know non musical terms, and then throw them down flights of stairs because that's not fun i've fallen downstairs before and that's not fun i can't even imagine getting thrown can can has anyone ever been thrown down the flight their flight of stairs you know just call me or something call call 1-800 out of touch that might be too many numbers but maybe you'll get someone maybe you'll get me maybe it'll just be a direct line to my cell phone um, and finally, just, um, don't do v- any VR stuff. It fucking, it's fucking scary. If you like feeling weird afterwards and kind of almost wanting to throw up, do it. But if not, I mean, I think I got myself all confused, whatever. Um, yeah, just don't do it. Don't do it if, if, if you don't, if you don't like it. I found out the hard way. I don't like it. So, yeah, um, this is Out of Touch. I'm Maddie T, and I'm going to be staying in touch.